I'm Linda Holmes. It's Bullseye. Time now for the craziest day of my entire career, a regular segment we do on the show where we talk with some of our favorite creators about, well, the craziest day in their entire career. Next up, Doug Jones. Doug Jones is easily one of the most distinctive actors working today. He plays monsters a lot, putting on bodysuits or prosthetics over his tall, lanky frame. He's worked a lot with the director Guillermo del Toro. He was the fawn in Pan's Labyrinth and the scary guy with his eyes in his hands. He was the fish guy in The Shape of Water. What's he been up to lately? Well, if you've watched What We Do in the Shadows, the brilliant vampire comedy on FX, Jones played the Baron, a grotesque, centuries-old sort of super vampire. I must slumber. But when I awaken, we will rule this Staten Island. Yes! He also plays Commander Saru on Star Trek Discovery. Saru is the Kelpian first officer of the starship Discovery, who, on more than one occasion, has been forced to take command of the ship. Discovery is no longer Lorca's. She is ours. And today will be her maiden voyage. We have a duty to perform, and we will not accept a no-win scenario. You have your orders? On your way. When we asked him about the craziest day of his entire career, he took us back to 1998 and an unforgettable run-in with one Randy Quaid. Take it away, Doug. I'm Doug Jones, and this is the craziest day of my career. Well, the movie was called Bug Buster. You didn't hear me wrong. It was Bug Buster. Uh, And you have not heard of the movie either because, well, it was Bugbuster. In this movie, I played a character called the Mother Bug. So to give you the setup, this small town is being invaded by insects that are big and, and predatory and killing people. So people are dying off one by one, and and uh, what do we do? What do we do? So they call in a military force <laughs> led by Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, of course, who was uh, the wacky dad who flew a plane into the aliens uh, in uh, Independence Day, and also the hillbilly brother-in-law in the vacation movies, the family vacation movies. And he's this crazed guy with Coke bottle glasses. Hi, folks. General George here. And he's like, let's kick some bug. It's just you and me. Let's get ready to bumble. So they're trying to figure out where are these bugs coming from. They track it to a cave just outside the town. And by this time, everyone's died off. It's just Randy Quaid now. <laughs> so he goes into this cave by himself, loaded up with uh, a bunch of weapons. And in the cave, he finds Doug Jones playing the mother bug in a huge costume. I have a stinger coming out of my I've got pinchers coming out of my front, a big head that I can't control. I'm looking through the neck of of this big bug costume head thing. (laughs) And uh, and I can barely see through the netting uh, in front of my face. So 
what happens now is Randy Quaid looks at me and and like, hey, uh, uh, you know, you want a piece of me? And he shoots me with his gun. Let's see how you like a little hot lead. No bullets don't kill me. Okay, he throws his gun down. Then he gets a flamethrower from around his neck and he tries to burn me to death. Let's see what you look like as a firefly! Then I don't burn. Well, then he pulls out a CO2 gun and tries to freeze me. You have messed with the wrong exterminator, sweet cheeks! That doesn't work. So then it gets weird. Uh, he throws all of his weapons down and, and puts his fists in the air and says, Okay, it's just you and me. Mono, be mono. Come on. <sighs> so now, like I said, this is when the weird part starts. We have to have a hand-to-hand combat with this crazed ex-general and a six-foot, three-and-a-half-inch insect. Probably the top question I get asked from interviewers and fans alike uh, is comfort. How comfortable or uncomfortable is a creature costume or makeup? Being six, three and a half and weighing um, 140 pounds, there's no manufacturer that makes that freaky size. So I have to have everything tailored. But this also is quite true for uh, creature costumes, which are all custom made anyway. Rarely can you find a mother bug costume at the Gap. So that does take a custom fitting that starts with a life cast of one's body. I'll have to be stand and be plastered and and, uh, so they can get an actual impression of my entire form from head to toe. A life cast that gets details of my face and shoulders. uh, So they'll do an entire head and shoulders uh, life cast. Uh, These are then sculpted upon with clay and then they make a negative impression of that to then make the positive impression pieces out of latex foam rubber or silicone. It's quite an involved multi-layered, you know, months long process that happens at the creature shops. So, uh, uh, yeah, so much, much like buying jeans for me, uh, creature costumes take a bit of tailoring. I, I get asked all the time, like, was it hot in that costume? Was that makeup sticky? Was it hard to see? Could you hear? Could you eat? Could you breathe? Um, the answer is usually mm, not really to all those questions, <laughs> except yes, it was excruciatingly hot. The less ideal suits are the ones that are farther from human. So the farther you get from human, the less comfort you will have. So this costume, being an insect, uh, I was about as far from human as I've ever played. Uh, So I had to keep a certain posture about me. The weight that was that was distributed unevenly with that posture of being crouched over and yeah, uh, was uh, excruciating. And, uh, and even even the head part of this, uh, the head of the bug was on top of my head. So it was a, a separate piece and my own head was in the neck. And it had, a, it had a pulley contraption so that when I moved my head to the right or the left, the head above me would also respond and move to the right or the left. But it wasn't, it wasn't well oiled. It was like, so my skinny long pencil neck was really put to the test uh, that day. So with the choreography that was set before us, uh, I had to warn Randy. Uh, I, I, we had to have a talk. I'm, and I'm talking through him through this netting. I can barely see him. I'm like, uh, uh, Randy, I, uh, uh, 
just so you know, I can't see very well. And these pinchers on my front arms are like six feet long and they're made of fiberglass. So uh, they might be sharp. Be careful. And he was like, oh, Doug, buddy, don't worry about it. Just do what you got to do. Let's make this fight happen. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, all right. So uh, so we had a handheld camera on a, a steady cam operator following us around and action. Well, we start in, I start swinging, he starts swinging. We're going back and forth and rocking bodies. This way I slam him into the cave wall. And then he slams me to the, some over there. And then we, I get him and throw him to the ground. We're rolling around on the ground and finally end up with me on top of him. And cut. That's when all the helpers in the room uh, pull me off of Randy because I can't get up myself. It's <laughs> exhausted. I'm like, <laughs> and they put me on my special bug chair, which is not a chair chair because I have a stinger out of my remember. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning forward on a bicycle seat. I tell the assistant that just helped me get into this chair. Uh, can, can you check on Randy real quick? I, I didn't see him get up. Well, then uh, I hear this voice from across the cave. It's Randy. Uh, Dog buddy, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. You just keep doing you. We can go again. It's all good. The next voice I hear is a young production assistant, about 20, uh, a very nervous kid that yells out, um, can I get some ice over here? I can't stop the bleeding. <laughs> so as it turns out, I had gashed both of Randy Quaid's forearms and he was pumping blood <laughs> out of his body. So I embarrassedly, I tried to apologize. No, I'm, he, he swore he was good to go again. They bandaged him up and he, uh, we did it again. Take two with Randy Quaid bandaged up uh, uh, to, to keep him from dying. So I, 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 for a minute there, I thought uh, I will be remembered as the mother bug who killed Randy Quaid. So I always wondered what happened to Randy Quaid and was he okay? I never followed up until years later, we happened to both be in the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie together, uh, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. We were at the table read for this uh, over at Universal Studios. He was playing the head of the FBI and I was playing an FBI agent who got kidnapped. We didn't have any scenes together in the movie, but we were at the table read together. So I walked over to him and said, Randy, hi, Doug Jones. You're not gonna remember me. Because <laughs> the last time you saw me, I was in a giant bug costume. I was the mother bug in Bugbuster, And he went, oh my gosh, right. And I said, well, I need to apologize to you and, I, and follow up. Are you okay? Are your forearms okay? Because I almost killed you that day uh, by gashing them with my pinchers. And well, he laughed and said, I don't remember that at all. That really happened? So I'm like, oh, pfft, I didn't need to apologize at all, right? <laughs> I guess he was okay. Duck Jones on the craziest day of his entire career, the time he almost stabbed Randy Quaid. You can watch Doug in the first two seasons of Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access right now. The show's third season is set to come out later this year. That's the end of another episode of Bullseye. Bullseye is produced out of the homes of me and the staff of Maximum Fun in and around various parts of the country. 
Here in D.C., I'm missing everybody, but my indoor herb garden gave me a basil leaf as big as the palm of my hand. The show is produced by Speaking Into Microphones. Our producer is Kevin Ferguson. Jesus Ambrosio is our associate producer. We get help from Casey O'Brien and Jordan Cowling. Our interstitial music is by Dan Wally, also known as DJW. Our theme song is by The Go Team. Thanks to them and their label Memphis Industries for letting us use it. You can also keep up with the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just search for Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. And I guess that's about it. Just remember, all great radio hosts have a signature sign-off. Mine is thanks, Jesse. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. Hi, I'm Ophira Eisenberg from NPR's Ask Me Another. If you like comedy, trivia, and celebrity interviews, then check out our show. Listen and subscribe to Ask Me Another from NPR, the answer to life's funnier questions.